break in the Tory Lanez trial. We had opening statements. Opening statements are still actually going. We had to pause midway through for lunch. Better than TV. If you watch the prosecution's opening statement, you would say guilty. If you then watch the defense's opening statement, you would say, what the hell is the prosecution thinking charging him? Basically, the prosecution started with this story. They said that, hey, they're all at the party and Tory is leaving the party with Meg. They're in the car. An argument breaks out during which Meg says and insults his skills as a rap artist. This leads to a situation where she gets out of the car and he shoots at her feet and yells, dance bitch. And then uh, she ends up at a hospital and a doctor takes out three fragments of uh, bullet wounds from her foot. Now, if you just hear, and, and the prosecution says that Kelsey, the other woman in the car is gonna testify that Tori shot Meg. And Kelsey has a text message where she texts somebody that, hey, Tori shot Meg. And then the rest of the prosecution's case is based on all these calls and texts where Tori's like, oh, I'm so sorry, oh, I'm so drunk. He never says that I shot him. He's like, oh, I'm just so sorry, I'm so drunk. So question what, what he's apologizing for. So that's the prosecution's case, seems pretty easy. Then the defense comes up and man, it gets spicy. First, the defense goes, they're not telling you about half of what's going on. The most important thing they're not telling you about, they're not telling you about an eyewitness who saw two women fighting, Kelsey and Meg. And so let's talk about why they're, them two are fighting. Let's talk about how she was in the front seat. The gun was caught in the front seat. Let's talk about how she might have gunpowder. She does have gunpowder. Let's talk about how this has nothing to do with the fight between Tori and Meg and everything to do with the fight between Meg and Kelsey. And then the defense starts dropping the bombs. He basically says this, that they're in the car. Yeah, they left, but do you know why they left? They left because Kylie and Tori were in the pool together. And Kelsey and Meg both felt some type of way about that to the point that Meg felt really some type of way about that. And she was really trying to go to the point that eventually, because of how Meg is acting, this is according to the defense, Kylie Jenner goes to Meg Stallion and says, it's time for you to leave. They all leave. The defense's point is what happens in the car is this. Tori questions Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey, why are you backing up Meg for me trying to, you know, get it on with Kylie Jenner? Meg has been snaking men from you your whole life. I hooked up with you, Kelsey. And then Meg went behind your back and hooked up with me. And Kelsey, this is not the first time. You have been hooking up with Ben Simmons. Meg went behind your back and hooked up with Ben Simmons. You have been hooking up with the baby. Meg went behind your back and hooked up with the baby. And so the defense starts dropping all these grenades. The crowd is captivated. The jury is like, oh, what's going on? And there's every reason to believe that there could have been a fight here, not between Tori and Meg, but between Meg and Kelsey. And the shooting could have not been Tori. It could have been done by any one of the other people in that car. What does all of this mean? Well, I'll tell you a couple of things. First, Corey Gamble, Chris Jenner's husband is gonna testify. So this will continue to be must-see TV. Two, the judges, terrific. I expect a very fair trial. The lawyers uh, on the defense side, terrific. I don't know what the government lawyer was doing, giving an opening presentation that made it seem like the most open and shut case ever, when in fact there are huge questions, including an eyewitness who saw two women fighting, suggesting that you have to explain that theory to the jury and you didn't. I don't love the prosecution's opening in that regard. Stay tuned. We'll have the full coverage here. It's up and it's stuck in the Tory Lanez trial. All right, we're back with the rest of the update in Tory Lane. So we are taking our afternoon break. There's gonna be more testimony at the end of the day, but right now, let me catch you up on what's happened since lunch. The defense continued and concluded their opening statement. They confirmed that their theory of the case is gonna be that Kelsey was the shooter, Tory was just trying to break up the fight. Then the prosecution went up, they put on a police officer as their first witness. This is the police officer who arrived at the scene of the shooting. He testified about how he saw gun casings, blood spatter, 
This was a big mistake in my opinion because the defense attorney ended up tearing this police officer's testimony to shreds. He basically got the officer to admit that they did not use the proper evidence markers to mark and identify the location of every piece of evidence. So the police cannot tell you where blood was found exactly in relation to the gun casings, where based on the trail of blood the victim would have walked around. They can't tell and paint the whole story of what happened when the person got out of the car. Why, if you can't paint that story, why, if you didn't use the evidence markers, why, if you purportedly have a very simple case, did you waste your time making your first witness a police officer whose testimony is gonna get torn to shreds by the defense attorney? Big mistake in my opinion, if you ask me. From here going forward, the defense will always be able to point out that the government's investigation is completely incapable of telling the jury about the movement of the victim outside of the car. So if you're trying to inject reasonable doubt, alternative theories, you've now done a great job setting it up that the government's story has holes in it.